NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, everybody, Wizard and the Bruiser and Page 7 are going back on the road this summer. That's right, release the Butthole Cut Tour returns. Where are we going, Jake? Oh, you can find us in Salt Lake City, Denver, Las Vegas, Portland, Tacoma, Oklahoma City, Kansas City, and St. Louis, Missouri. LastPodcastNetwork.com for tickets. Go to LastPodcastNetwork.com for Page 7 and Wizard and the Bruiser present release the Butthole Cut Tour. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? Okay. You guys ready? Well, let's not sing the song because he's going to flag the episode. I know, I know. I don't want to get in his way. I don't <laughs> we wanna... don't want to mess with that. Uh, I don't want to actually pay the cheese tax. No. Yes. An artist um, and his art, nothing comes between it. So, guys, I just wanted, before the show even began, I wanted to pepper with you some, some of my best material I got here. Yeah? Mass hysteria. What's that? Is that what Oprah goes through every six months? What does that even mean? Mass, Mass hysteria. Mass hysteria. Are what you- the f- Fudge oh, yeah, are you talking about ballooning in weight and size? Oh my god! In and out, but you're gonna make fun of Oprah. You're gonna make fun of April. Oh, mass you know what? Let's and you're also making fun of Oprah from like 15 years ago. Mass hysteria. What is this? My new boutique gym. Well, that makes let's less redo. Sense. We have to redo <laughs> this intro. What does this even mean? Mass hysteria. What are we talking about? Oprah's. <laughs> Oprah? <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, welcome to the last podcast. Ricky of the Lake. Li- Ricky Lake. Why are you referencing talk shows from the nineties? People yeah. that people that lost a lot of weight and suddenly gained a lot you. of weight and lost. But you. how? But how is that? His- hey, mass hysteria. Henry Zabrowski's problem. <laughs> oh my god, I don't even understand hysteria. I don't understand the hysteria and yeah. weight loss and weight gain thing. Yeah. Mass hysteria. What is this? Some <laughs> form of long extreme marathon set in uh, the Boston area? I don't. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm mass confused. hysteria. Yeah. What, are you focusing on the word mass or the so, well, the word hysteria? Massachusetts. Is See, that was that the last Boston Mass? He said Boston Boston Mass. Yes, Mass. But how does hysteria tie into a marathon? It doesn't make sense or because the, it's. I said extreme, kind of like like a like a, a tough mutter. Wow, <laughs> but it actually I understand. Now, now you're talking about racehorses. I am really. Very good. I'm hysterical, <laughs> so I think you actually did a good job. See? Welcome uh, to the last podcast of the left, everyone. Mass ben. hysteria. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> ben hanging out with Marcus and Henry. Today's episode, I bet you you figured it out. It's not about weight gain, weight loss amongst celebrities of the 90s. It's about mass hysteria through time. 
Now, we've talked about a fair amount of mass hysterias here on last podcast, from larger scale, long lasting, consequential movements like the Salem witch trials mm. to smaller Ooh. cryptid outbreaks like the Spring Heeled Jack saga. <laughs> Away we go! Oh. Most hysterias, however, like those surrounding the nuns of Loudon, lie somewhere in between historically significant and a merely curious set of incidents. I will say a lot of mass hysterias, (laughs) maybe it's got to do with even the name itself. It really does have a lot to do with tits. You think so? (laughs) Well, there was a, well, Spring Hill Jack was all about like squeaking, squeaking and bouncing, right? Which is frowned upon. Of course. And I think it was then as well. And there was other breast-centered hysterias. There was a belly hysteria. Mm -hmm. The belly dancing hysteria of the 1920s. We just don't know. (laughs) Well, these hysterias lie in the realm where the mental and physical faculties that keep us tethered to the earth temporarily break for reasons science does not fully understand. There are certain things that science can't understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the inner workings of ah. the female mind. Is that what you want to say? I'm very hungover from the 419 show. You... I took a lot of edibles last night. Yeah. 60 edibles. I woke up still snowed. You were all just wow. NPCs to me. I watched That's them house, what happened. I watched him house these enormous edibles and then house three more after that. And how was the show? The show was great. Good. I just don't know what wow. happened afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I talked a lot. <laughs> and I don't really remember a heck of a lot that I, do, I said. I do remember him saying that he was scared a lot. I okay. did. I felt like scared, but pleasant. Okay, mass hysteria. And so today, we're going to explore two kinds of mass hysterias. There is, of course, collective delusions in which a large group of people succumb to a certain false rumor or assertion, Mm -hmm. then turn that rumor into an accepted reality that thereafter causes panic or aggressive behavior. January 6th, 2021 would be a prime example. Yes. I think even a better example, Richard Gere's asshole. At no point was <laughs> there a gerbil, uh, a hamster inside Richard Gere's ass. I did think about that. I also thought about the Troy Aikman getting his stomach pumped for cum rumor. <laughs> that was real. I, I, that was also real. However, it did not result in aggressive behavior or panic. I we mean, don't I don't know. know. We can ask Richard Gere. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I guarantee you people are like, what's in there? What's in there, Richie? You know what that's called? What? Ass hysteria. <laughs> Curious. <laughs> More fascinating, however, is the idea of mass psychogenic illness, where people actually become afflicted with an illness or they suffer from the symptoms of an illness without any pathogen or catalyst other than social and cultural influences. Ooh, this would be like mass exorcisms, things of that nature, uh, perhaps. Insanity. <laughs> Lynn Sanity, Jeremy Lynn. Good wow. reference. Deep New York City deep cut. Nice. Wow, that's pretty good. Lynn Sanity yeah. was the man. You only remember that from New York Post covers, don't you? Yep. <laughs> he did it. He... You know what flea causes? Bass hysteria. <laughs> Bass hysteria. Bass hysteria. Bass yeah. hysteria. Yeah. Real good. Wow. God, we got to fucking. You should have stopped him yesterday from eating all these edibles, Marcus. He, he ate it real fast. It was, he like must a, have. it was like a dog eating a fucking piece oh, of chocolate man. on the floor. You want to just grab it from him and you can't. It's too late. Wow. And then I have a, I have astigmatism. Wow. And so the lights from the crowd, like they were getting super glary and it looked yeah. like I was talking to fairies. Cool. <laughs> all right. What a show. Well, epic. Epidemic hysteria, as it's called, it is a somatic disorder, meaning it's a mental disorder in which an individual has actual physical symptoms, but without the medical condition that is associated with those symptoms. Havana syndrome. Yeah. It is interesting, though, because if you're feeling the effects 
of something that even if you don't have it, you kind of have it. Well, it's true. Again, it's like, do, do you think a thing or are you the thing? Yeah. For example, one might vomit uncontrollably. They might sleep very little. They might suffer from night sweats. They might deal with constant fatigue, which if you look it up on the Internet. Makes says, you a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> you look it up on the Internet, you're going to see lymphoma. Sure. Uh, but when you well, go, yeah, because you, you looked it up on the Internet. Yeah. But which even, is like a catastrophe machine. Yeah, but you're showing all of the symptoms of having lymphoma. Right. But when you go to a doctor, he says, there's no lymphoma. Who fucking knows what's wrong with you? And then the doctor goes back and makes fun of you with all the nurses. Yeah. Right. They do do that. Now, I'll say from experience that most of the time when a doctor shrugs and give a diagnosis of, oh, you're just stressed, that's the sign of a lazy, baffled, or to be fair, overworked doctor. Inserting his own vicious, vile hate of doctors. He's about <laughs> creating his own narrative and sticking to it. I yeah. like it. But overdiagnosed or not, somatic illnesses are very real. And nowhere are they more on stark display than during hysterical epidemics. <laughs> Great time for comedy. Mass hysteria <laughs> is sometimes when, you, when you're trapped in an elevator and you can't get out. That yeah. would be. Yeah. That would be scary. But how is that mass? Too big. It could be a large elevator, to be fair. We saw some mass hysteria when Kissel broke the chair before we were getting, leaving for Australia and they had to give him the bottle of wine. That's mm -hmm. true. They didn't have to. They felt bad for me. <laughs> that was their hysteria. Yes, indeed. Well, in a physical sense, the symptoms shown during these epidemics have no plausible organic basis. Hmm. The symptoms are transient and benign, and they show a mysteriously rapid onset and recovery. They're also a lot of times highly unusual. Yeah. They're, they're very hmm. strange, very specific. We don't know where the hell they're coming from. You kind of wonder, like, how'd y'all get the same idea at the same time? Mm -hmm. Right. And it's because we are all connected via a series of mitochondria, right? Like, let's get into this. Our mitochondria sure. actually are yeah. little, like, 5G little portals inside of our brains mm -hmm. that broadcast to each other. Our pituitary gland, that, it's like a drain, right? right. A drain for all of your mm -hmm. thoughts to run through mm -hmm. into the back of my head, which I call the yard. Well, and the yard is where good. all the other thoughts are. Okay. Well, absolutely. And that why, that's why good improv can exist. Pro wrestling can exist. Mm -hmm. Coexistence. But in pro wrestling, don't they just like pinch each other's nipples? They do that, but they also have some. It's like mind melding. It's a mind meld. Because you go like, I'm going to do the suplex. But there's a mind melt. Yeah. I'm going to take the leg and put it up. I'm the Undertaker. Jamming. You get a bunch of musicians together. Jamming. Here, we'll show an example. Wow. There's a crow in the room. That's crazy. <laughs> well, socially, these hysterias. <laughs> that's really good. It's hard to come out of a jam that fast. I, that's it's hard. Hard. It's yeah. like whiplash. That's, a yeah, yeah, that's yeah. tough. Wow, we're like the string cheese incident. Well, socially, these hysterias <laughs> most often occur in segregated groups where anxiety is high. Places like Salem, Massachusetts mm -hmm. in the 17th century. Oh, yeah. As in Salem, the symptoms are spread through communication, whether it be seeing the symptoms or simply hearing about the symptoms, which is how the witch menace spread across Massachusetts. Remember, it wasn't just Salem. Hey, excuse me, all. I think I heard some symptoms in here. Yes, indeed. The witch menace is around. Most interestingly, I think, when it comes to humans being tribal primates at the end of the day, the spread often, but not always, moves down the age scale, starting with older, higher status people and moving down. QAnon, for example, sure. didn't truly take hold until older people in power started talking about it and giving it credence. Well, because right. then we're getting some kind of confirmation yeah. from somebody that might know, and then you don't realize that actually 
a hot dog vendor can be elected to the House of Representatives <laughs> if yeah, they I have enough. Them. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it just kind of shows, you know, anybody could be in the government. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody at all. Which is the point, is it not? Is it not? <laughs> you, know? well, you have to sell your soul a little bit. Oh, of course. Yeah. Things and you have to sell your soul to do fucking anything, man. Yeah. You do, you do. How do you have to sell your soul to become that hot dog vendor in the first place? Oh, first, well, of, first all, of all, you're you're big, you're part of big nitrate. You're <laughs> definitely big nitrate. You can't like pigs. Um, yeah. Your family might will be dead because you're working all the time. Um, <laughs> Most of the time, you're sending money home to someplace else. Yeah, yeah. or you're a, a, a niche like gourmet hot dog guy, sure. but oh, then you're past vendor. Now you're not a vendor. Yeah. I, and also, let's not be too fancy with it. It's a hot dog. Mm -hmm. Let's have fun with it. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, since... But you could be a vegan and you're forced to sell hot dogs because yeah. you need to make money. Vegan hot dogs. No, you would sell meat hot dogs, but you are a vegan. Uh -huh. That would be a conflict of interest. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> People, Thank you both for answering my question so succinctly so, and intellectually. It's incredible how much selling out happens at all times. You have to do it sometimes. Now, since hysterical epidemics are a social affliction, the cure partly comes from removing the afflicted from the social element. The area in which the hysteria is occurring must be quarantined, and individuals experiencing the symptoms have to be separated. That's why you take Facebook away from mom and dad when they mm. get too crazy with oh, it. Yes. Please. But again, in Salem... The failure to do this is what made the whole tragedy worse. By keeping the afflicted girls together during the witch examinations, mm. authorities were exacerbating the physical and mental symptoms, which made the infernal tortures appear to be all too real. Now, had those girls been separated, or better yet, removed from the courtroom altogether, then there's little doubt that the hysteria would have reached the fever pitch that it did, where so many people needlessly died. If a right. couple of more clever town leaders could have taken all of those twitching women down to the river and said, hey, I know you guys a lot of, got a lot of energy out here. Everybody, let, let's work this out. First mm -hmm. of all, let's get you out of these these coarse clothes. <laughs> you want to open right. up a strip club. And right. then, like, first <laughs> you want to open like, up a witchy strip club, which, yes, does sound fantastic. It, it yes, does. It does. Yes, let's just begin a goth dance naked night. What about, let him, what about let him go to school? <laughs> oh, that's that a, it's already proved to be difficult. <laughs> but to that point, there's really no way to prevent mass sociogenic illness because it is difficult for humans to recognize when it's actually happening. Mm -hmm. To wit, hysterias almost always occur as an outcropping of the cultural anxieties of the era and location in which they occur. One day I'd love to talk to an expert in this field. There's Be very few. That's the problem is that there actually aren't experts in this field. It's mm. very difficult to put together because... Like, how do you put this? Each man is an island in their own way, right? Like, like your computer sure, now. Like, sure. now have we've made algorithms be an exteriorization of our, like, little windows into the world. That the fact that you don't know, most people don't know, that what they see on their computer is actually different than what other people mm -hmm. say on their computer. Mm -hmm. And so they are actually, they're creating their own, like, echo chamber inside their own head. But then your own brain is also very dedicated in keeping you locked into your own perspective. Yeah. It's very difficult. Like, empathy is. is a learned skill, I think. Like, you have to figure out that other people view things from other angles and have things outside of them that are factors to create who they are. And mm -hmm. it's very something like this shows that, like, it's kind of a flaw in our consciousness. Oh, yeah. That we get, can get locked onto a thing. And it really would take yeah. all, uh, your whole life bottoming out for you to understand that you've you that you've been or, incorrect. Yeah. Or do you just 
take the pill and stay in the matrix. Sure. And because then <laughs> because what if we, you're just like, sweet, I love it. Because, we talked about with QAnon that it's yeah. all like it's about the friends you made along the way. January nice? 6th was just more of a fun afternoon for a lot of these lot guys of mm -hmm. because they did not understand really kind of what they were in the middle of yeah. that they were uh, volunteering to be a part of. Yeah. Well, some definitely did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah some. They came heavily armed. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, they were taking it to the next step. Like they were taking like they were taking it really seriously. And some of them were heavy in the arms, but most of them were heavy in the middle part of the I box. saw a lot of that. A lot of butts. <laughs> Mass hysteria. Of, there we go. Well, as I just said, like, even though mass hysteria is used to explain away all manner of events, whether it be, you know, the aforementioned January 6th. It's very or, much like a swamp gas. Yeah, UFOs. It's also used to explain that away. It's used to explain mm -hmm. away want Mothman, any sort of cryptid signing, any sort of flap. Flaps are usually ascribed to mass hysteria. All okay. the time. Yeah. All right. Studies on the phenomenon are few and experts in the field are scant. What mm. we do know is mm. that there are typically two forms of epidemic hysteria. The first is seemingly more common, mass anxiety hysteria. Mm. It's basically societal paranoia, and one can use it to explain pretty much every satanic panic in history from QAnon to the devil cult accusations leveled at North American daycares in the early 90s. Yeah, because they are, they're feeling this paranoia. Th times are tight, yeah. right? Things are intense in, are the, in the country, and so that, yeah. that kind of like feeds some kind of inner mechanism. But again, we don't know what the hell it is. Not to mention the cover of the ghoulies. How many people yeah. think the ghoulies are in their toilets to this day? I can't. Simply I, because of that cover. That's why. What's the name of that kitty litter we've been working with? They, they have been my savior. I think it's cat. What, oh, pretty litter? Pretty, pretty litter. litter. It's mm. been so good to just let loose in a bucket of pretty litter because, again, uh, no ghoulies. No ghoulies. Because I can check the bottom of it. This toilet's ghoulie free, trust me. Uh-oh. Now it's ghoulie full. <laughs> no, that ain't right. Mass hysteria. Well, for example... In 1992, mm. in the town of Martinsville in Saskatchewan, Ooh. a parent alleged that someone at a local daycare run out of the owner's home had sexually abused her child. Serious allegations. Very serious. But as it often happened in the early 90s when it came to daycares and sex abuse allegations, the case soon spiraled into the realm of the satanic. Yes, but not the fun. No. They can't do the horns. No, and the near, near, near. No. It doesn't. It's not fun. It's here. not. This no. isn't fun. No. But pretty soon, the accuser was roping in everyone she could on these allegations, alleging that the daycare owner's entire family was involved in the molestation, along with members of three nearby police departments. Oh, mama. Allegedly, they all belonged to a devil-worshipping cult called the Brotherhood of the Ram, okay. who specialized in drugging, beating, and sodomizing children. That's the only thing I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, well, that's, that's yeah, good. Those yeah. are strong principles, yes. Henry. Yes, they did it. They took them out of the daycare and brought them to a quote unquote devil church. Uh -oh, okay, that's you know, not good. They, it's just, again, it's very difficult to get real estate. I don't think you it guys is. understand that. Mm -hmm. It is. Now, never mind that there wasn't a shred of physical evidence for these insane allegations. About 100 charges were soon filed against. Uh, over a dozen people. Wow. And the local papers were reporting that 30 children had been sexually abused before they'd been locked in freezers and forced to drink the blood of cult members. Well, that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would say if I was a, if I could, if I was there right now, go back, whoop, 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 Ben Kissel, my age, I read the papers. Well, that's not, honey. Hey, <laughs> this ain't good. I can see you there as the in the devil church as they're molesting and bleeding I all the children. Be there. You'd be like, hey guys, hey, let's think about this a second time. <laughs> that's not good. 
Well, so intense was the fear felt by this small town that when a local priest called the police station one night to tell them that a horde of murderous devil worshippers were on their way at that very moment, the police chief took him seriously. Just so ridiculous. All of the dudes in the police department, they brought up their shotguns. They set up barricades. Huh. It's, it's very Nothing happened. But nothing course. happened, huh? Of course. Yes. Nothing happened because there were no Satanists. But there what was if never... something did happen? <laughs> What if it Be did? prepared. Yes, yeah. but that's why January 6th, I kind of say, like, well, you know, whatever with it. I, it's weird. There are things that are weird within it because what you saw was that there was a, a mass hysteria moment building, and then there were architects on top that obviously saw benefits from what this could all do. And yeah. I do believe it was on all sides where they were like, how do we spin this entire event? And that's why they like, they walked in, they didn't know what to do. They told where there were like doors let open for them. It's a bunch of sketchy shit inside well, of that. Well, all of that stuff was, yeah, that's, you. that was them trying to get the, anyway, I don't want to have a But you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's something like this where these things blow up. Because there are people in various influential spots that watch these things build and they think, how do we benefit mm -hmm, from yes. this wave? Yeah. But there was a lot. The reason that they were being escorted around is because they were trying to get them away from all the politicians. Yeah. 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 Because I know. Then would, yeah. But, they then, were... but then it, but that's when it's a long. It's a whole day. It's a whole <laughs> it was day. a whole day. It's a whole it was day. A day. No, it I was, remember. It was America's big day. It was yeah, America's definitely. big day. Yeah. Was, yeah, I'm was not America's... even doing July 4th anymore. America's I'm only doing J6. I was wondering why you we were get... just, why you stood in the middle of the 101 with the chair with those sparklers <laughs> and the American flag this year. <laughs> that would be fun. Ooh, mattress sales. Well, the idea that the police actually bought into this panic that a horde of Satanists were coming, it's incredible. Yes. Because the police officers were themselves the ones who were being accused of being satanic devil worshippers. They knew that they were not devil worshippers, oh. yet still they played into the anxiety because it was brought to an appropriate level mm -hmm. and because it was directed at them. Yeah, you know and then they do? had to shut down the other police officers so that they didn't look like they were the Satan-worshipping police officers. What you got to do is you got to show up. You got to present a series of mirrors in front of the cops. Oh, and yeah. You say, you're the horde. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. you're the horde. Whoa, wait a second. Is, wow. that a, is that a Kendall Jenner commercial for Pepsi? <laughs> that would be incredible. She saved everything. Yeah. She did. She solved it all. Now, this all occurred in 1992. But it took until the early 2000s for the people who were charged to get any sort of compensation. The wow. daycare owner's son, he did time for he molestation. Did? He went to jail. Oh, that's the worst thing to go to jail for. And he is innocent. Well, I mean, it's widely believed that he's innocent. He never appealed his conviction, which no one really can figure out why. But it's right. widely accepted that, yeah, everyone was innocent of all charges. He just happened to go down for it. But then Yikes. you either don't got no money no more, mm -hmm. right? Or you're just so beaten down and destroyed. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It. Yeah. Or there was a bunch of other molestations that you did. And then you just got, you got caught, caught on the bad one. Yeah. And or, now you know. That you, so in jail, everybody's maybe believing that you're innocent because you're like, I get hard for, I get, all I like is milks. Like he goes up to the lunch lady <laughs> in the prison. Milk. He goes like, oh, I wish I could give those a squeeze. Yeah. And they're like, there's no way Jerry's a child molester. <laughs> right. And then you don't know that actually you are guilty of a bunch of child molesting, just not yeah. the one that you're in jail for. Fantastic idea. I don't know if there's lunch ladies in prison. Um, what? It is also possible. There's no lunch ladies in prison? There's Which lunch other prisoners. There's lunch people. Yes. There's no... No, yeah. they don't. Yeah, remember, but that, there's yeah. lunch men. Remember, John Wayne Gacy was a lunch man. Yeah, I do. Yes, yeah. but it is also possible, as we see with false confessions, 
that you can almost be a victim of oh. mass hysteria yourself you can, oh, yes. and actually trick yourself into thinking that you did something wrong. We'll get into a prime example of that here in a minute. That's a strange human conundrum. Well, once the rest of the defendants in the McMartinsville trial had the advantage of years and distance, the courts easily saw that the accusations were so far beyond reason that monetary compensation to the tune of millions of dollars wow. was handed over, or millions of Canadian dollars. Um, my question is how much time would you serve for 10 million dollars oh man but not for child molestation no i mean you will Uh, you're in solitary no 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 i uh for 10 million dollars did i get it after yeah you get it after i mean it's not going to help you during what are you going to spend it on I don't know, dude. I, knowing what it would, uh, how much it would destroy my mental health for yeah. the rest of my life, six days. Six days? Voluntarily? Yeah, yeah six days. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do good in the big house. <laughs> Ten man. million dollars. I've it's, watched would, a lot of Big Herc, and I know that they don't like the funny guys. Yeah. No, they um, don't. They I'd don't. have to figure out. I'd have to get into the, honestly, if I could teach them all, like I could care, cook, teach acting classes. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I could teach acting classes inside yeah. of jail. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Guy, a guy like me, like, and you're talking like federal prison, right? We're talking, yep, federal prison. Yeah, federal prison. Well, Jim, po- Jim Pop federal prison? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, Day and a half. Maybe. I'd spend a night there. Strong like bull. <laughs> How long do you think you could do in jail? Oh, God. Well, first thing you do, you go and you drop trow right away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, like, you say, line up, boys. There's a new oh, show yeah. pony no. in town. No. And you give everyone what they need, handies, suckies, and uh, hopefully after that, they give you a little bit of respect. Uh, yeah. You know, and I, I tell don't you know, what. actually. I think I'm too tall. I think I'd be uncomfortable. Oh, um, you'd be very uncomfortable in jail. It would. Uh, I could survive. I just would, I want to train little I mice. I don't want to though. Yeah, I would like to do the mice. I train thing. mice and pigeons. I'd be that yeah. guy with little like circle glasses going, you know, sometimes it's just it's the smaller they are, they understand more what it's like to live in a small place. You know, you'd be a good celly. You say very like cogent. I'm so things. big, you're so tiny, yeah, and then we nice. can fit together. Yeah. Like yeah. two Lego blocks. Yeah. <sighs> well, yeah, Marcus, it would be bad for you because you're also kind of a feminine build. Uh, yeah. it would be no, rough. no, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm I'm androgynous in many different ways. Yeah, it's not gonna be, be good for you. Yeah, me. we could flop you around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Flop your own real bad. There so, we go. Um, yeah. Six days. Marcus, I, I took it down to a day and a half. Day I do a half. fortnight. The <laughs> one funny thing is that stupid ad, we'll get back to this, but that dumb show where people volunteer to go to prison for 60 days. Oh, the world's mm-hmm. toughest prisons? It, no, not there's that. that. There's that there's dude the one that does. The, they go, well, yes, that man. But then they just have normal people that go to prison for like 60 days, and then sometimes they actually commit a crime in prison, and then they get sentenced to prison. Oh, that suck? Why would you do this? They're stupid. Yep. Live from your grave. Texas Pete is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try Every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some chop. 
Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs in a whole bunch of chai, and it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text and that helps you save time i know i'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse picks now part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts now so what i've done to do is like so while i'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Well, while the mass anxiety scares are certainly more consequential in the societal sense, the more interesting and mysterious of the two kinds of epidemic hysterias is mass motor hysteria. <laughs> What's that? F1. Nice. Jethro Tull. <laughs> no, it's like a deep, it's like deep purple. Mass motor hysteria. That is, is off the rails today. <laughs> Space trucking. Wow. <laughs> Burner. God bam, bam, bam. Does this episode come with an edible? <laughs> I swear to God. I'm just, hey, man, I'm just getting into the 420 spirit. I haven't smoked weed in years, but hey, man, it's like Christmas. You got to get into it. It's because I put it in your water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. have a mental breakdown. We're in the con- <laughs> Please, God. <laughs> and yeah, I know Godzilla was Blue Oyster Cult, so don't give me any shit. It's too late. No one's caring. No one cares. <laughs> No one knew. No one knows. Well, in this condition, in mass motor hysteria, a slow accumulation of pent-up stress within a bad social scene can eventually result in dissociation, histrionics, and alterations to psychomotor activity. People shake, twitch, contort, and contract, which is pretty much what people do when they're supposedly possessed by the devil. This actually, I've seen this. Now, when you mention all of this, it reminds me of evangelical uproots. But you don't believe, we've talked about this, do you not think that like it's mostly voluntary though? Like that it's not People involuntary get, because you also so you get so you get called up in front of the pastor right and then you get the the, the laying hands. on my hands yeah. and you have to do something it's societal pressure um but also it's I just, just do the robot whoa <laughs> whoa what is oh he? my god he's bad 
that would crush. Um, when I got the hands laid upon me, and you know, you fall over, they just push you over. Yeah. Um, but yes, you do. You go over. I mean, there. That is. The, that's your role in that uh, in that game. Wow. What kind of a wide berth did they give behind you? <laughs> well, bro, I was, I was a bit younger then, and I opened my eyes, and I was looking right up a girl's skirt. No, I remember. Oh, she, wow. was my age. Right. she was my When he fell over, they all went into mass hysteria. Yeah. <laughs> they were so scared of sex. But it's like that uh, um, Crash Test Dummy song. Mm-hmm. Great song. Yeah. How was it like that song? Because they talk about going to the church. Everyone's rolling around on the ground, climbing around like worms. Do they? Yeah. I'll have to take his word for it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just one about polka dots. No, no, no. There's a bunch of stuff. You're a high. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, unaddressed or worse, encouraged, the symptoms of mass motor hysteria can last weeks or months. Wow. If it's encouraged or if people simply take it seriously as, say, a mass demonic movement, then it quickly spreads from person to person. Case in point are the so-called dancing plagues of Europe. You know, for a long Ooh. time, people thought there's still been kind of like there was like a debunk movement yeah. for a while trying to say that these didn't happen. But now they're actually showing that there's a lot more evidence than they thought they, there was originally yeah. to show that like dancing plagues happened. Uh, people were uh, well, what's obsessed a dancing with plague? it. Well, get into it. The dancing plague started in the 11th century and occurred regularly until the mid-17th century. Sometimes called St. Vitus's Dance after the patron saint of dancing, the dancing plagues could last weeks, sometimes months, hmm. and could often be fatal to the involuntary participants. They danced themselves to death? Yes, because yes. dancing plagues is a little bit, because it's it's kind of both, because some seem like they are actual dancing. Some yeah. do seem more like giant group seizures yeah. that also Weird. kind of happen, which is, weirdly, it comes up several times, that actual phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. But dancing plagues are actually the earliest recorded instances of what we now call mass sociogenic illness. Hmm. Although the frenzied, the frenzied mm-hmm. Dionysian antics <laughs> in the 405 BC play The Bacchae certainly imply that motoric mm-hmm. mass hysteria has existed throughout mankind's <laughs> social history. Do they not? I, really interesting. They just <laughs> really interesting stuff. I, I wasn't prepared for this voice. No, I don't. Bacchanalian. Is it Bacchanalian frenzy dance. Bacchanalia <laughs> is a thing. It was a yeah. thing. I don't know what is real. I don't know. I don't know. A lot about it. I know the Dionysians were a cult. Mm-hmm. I, uh, Princess Diana was murdered. Uh, I don't unquote, know. I think her head just did that. <laughs> no, she was she was killed by the paparazzi. Yep. By us almost in a way. Isn't that true? By our attention. Isn't mm-hmm. that a fact? First person in history murdered by photography. Indeed. Except for many Amish. Oh. That's why they're so scared of it. So the earliest recorded example of a dancing plague comes from the year 1021 during a Christmas Eve mass in the Germanic town of Kolbik. That evening, the priest was interrupted by 18 people dancing with wild abandon, making noise outside the church. Wow. Well, this is German, so it's oompa music. Yeah. Well, actually, when do you think polka music began? Well, uh, polka music is not German. Yeah. That's Polish. Um, Czech. I'm talking oompa music. What do you mean polka music's not fucking German? They're all the same. No, polka music. Um, it's Polish. Yeah, it's Polish and Czech. It's Eastern European. That's your people. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and when you mix polka with uh, traditional Latin American, it becomes uh, mariachi. Music. It becomes tejano. Oh, yeah. cool! No, not mariachi. It becomes tejano. Nice. What's the difference? Uh, Texas tornadoes. They're tejano. Um, wow, I'm spontaneously dancing over here. All right, very good. It's a great episode. Really solid. It's something. Not not the first episode to introduce us to new listeners. I thought you said there was content. And since that the day, <laughs> there is content. You know, what I really enjoy about last podcast is they they really inject like intelligence in, uh, into the humor. We do. Uh, yeah. Well, and since that the dancers weren't giving a Christmas Eve mass its due respect, the priest marched outside and ordered them to stop. They ignored him, and mm. like something out of a folk horror film, the dancers held hands and danced around the priest in what was called a ring dance of sin, oh. clapping, leaping, and chanting in unison. We. We, we are a butthole. We, we, we are a butthole. You're inside a butthole. That makes the priest a turd. Yep. Well, according to a local chronicler, the priest was so enraged that he cursed the dancers (gasps) to dance for an entire year as punishment for their quote unquote outrageous levity. Well, if you're going to be out there making a show out of something that's not a show, then you better be dancing for the rest of the goddamn year. All right. This is the uh, smoke a whole pack of cigarettes. See if you get sick. Mm -hmm. Reportedly, the people believed enough in the priest's power where it actually worked. And it wasn't until the following Christmas that the dancers stopped. They must have been tired of the butthole. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, they danced themselves to death. Whoa. Well, these dancing plagues, as as Henry mentioned very briefly, this isn't like fun and sexy, like salt and pepper shoot dancing. Like, it's not... I've been just See, really I good. had a problem. Oh my with the god, reference. we're so old. Okay. No. Well, I've been for a no ducks in space you episode. I've been getting into shit like this. Uh, the song "I'm Blue" that was originally by the Ikeets, and then the Mullins turned yes. to Vidu Vidu, and then of course that song was sampled. The Ikeets version was sampled in Shoop by Salt and Peppa. So I've been watching that video like a lot lately. Great. And they can dance, boy. They can dance. They really can. They? Yeah. They really boy, can. can they? Mass yeah. hysteria. Really powerful. <laughs> Shoop, baby. Shoop. <laughs> we got to see them perform during the daylight at the Comedy Central Comedy Festival because they was all wrong and the musicians performed before comedy. I tell you mm-hmm. what, man, Chili always be, always be my girl. Yeah. It's TLC. Yeah, that is TLC. The two wow. different groups. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is so that's good. Go. Go. The, whole thing about salt, go. the whole thing about Salt and Peppa is that <laughs> one of them is named Salt and the other one is named Peppa. And then there's Spinderella the and there's hole. fucking Spinderella. <laughs> I just got so it. I must. We gotta go. I, I have to go. Also, everyone's favorite was Left Eye. Just, was I know. I like Left Eye too, but I was sexually attracted to Chili. <laughs> yeah, but Left Eye, well, they're all hot. I so. like Chili. She was the one with the long hair, yeah, right? I like yeah, 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 yeah. And well, I like the tall one from Salt and Pepper. They're all hot. Yeah, they're yeah, all very attractive. They really are. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this isn't that type of dancing. This is like white woman on a retreat in Sedona, like letting her hair down after screen okay. therapy. Oh. Like this is Beetle Bob. This is like Charles Manson bebopping and jazzing after that gotcha. reporter asked him to define his unique charm. <laughs> yeah. But regardless, after the Christmas Eve dancers stopped following the priest curse, they reportedly fell into a deep sleep and some of them subsequently died from exhaustion. Wow. Now, that's a fairly incredible story. Yeah. Because while it's unknown exactly how long a human can go without sleep, the current record is 11 days. It's a record you don't want to try to beat. No. No, what a nightmare. Perhaps the dancers continued twitching during sleeping hours and began the boogie anew upon their next awakening. Mm. Well, have you heard about uh, fatal insomnia? 
Yeah, where you ins- die from insomnia. It's a really fun like. God, if you what have a horrible problem, way to die. If you have problems with like you know intrusive thoughts or like kind of like any form of hypochondria, like it's like the most frightening thing that you've ever heard because it just happens. They don't know why it happens. You just stop being able to go to sleep and then you go insane to death. Uh, I, yeah, <laughs> I would yeah. imagine, and that it you just do. happens. That's fucking horrible. Is it great? So, so, yeah, here you go. Run with that. Yeah, it has okay, to be cool. a way to get someone to go to sleep. Well, they happen. They have to put you out for a while. They try to do it with anesthesia. It doesn't really really work because you don't really. So sleep the brain is just like we don't sleep anymore. Yes. Wow. Yep. Mm. Trip. So it's kind of, I bet you there's something. I feel like all of this is kind of weirdly connected in a way. I think that like that and locked in. Those oh, are, lock those are, those yeah. are very no, no, scary. No, 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 no. no. Blink, always blink, kill, blink, me. kill me, kill me, blink, kill me. Always yeah. kill me. Both yeah, yeah. you know. I will, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, we'll make fun of you a bunch first. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, first and get, we'll we'll get do some all... content out of it. Yeah. Yep. Use the body, film the roast. Mm-hmm. Henry, we're roasting Henry's corpse. Uh huh. And, and that's it. Eighteen months. That's great. And then we'll yeah, sure. you know, yeah, whatever you can drain out of it. Great. Well, regardless of logistics. We know that if this story is exaggerated, it's only exaggerated a bit because dancing plagues continued for centuries, specifically in Germany. Now, people tend to dismiss stories of dancing plagues pretty much just because it sounds fucking stupid. Yeah, it right. sounds ridiculous. But a lot of these epidemics were recorded by reliable sources, and they're corroborated by multiple chroniclers who were otherwise trusted in everything else they wrote. Weird. It's really strange. When the German town of Erfurt in 1247, 200 people were said to have danced on a bridge until it collapsed, drowning them all. And people I were like, TikTok's that. the problem. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's literally, it's, they've been doing this ever yeah. since. That wow. is just called planking. Yeah. Well, that actually is interesting as well. I, I don't know if we cover it, but the Brooklyn Bridge, when it first opened, mm-hmm. the mass hysteria, somebody, someone's like, it's going down. And yeah. then a bunch of people got trampled to death. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that really is. It's kind of mass hysteria. It is. Because it, it wasn't going down. Or mass panic. Mass panic. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the next century, thousands of people in the Germanic lands of the Low Countries gathered and danced for weeks while screaming that they were having terrible visions and pleading in great pain for monks and priests to save their souls. Hmm. About 30 or 40 years after that, monks in the city of Trier recorded that masses of hallucinating dancers hopped and leaped for six months. That's not seizures. That's something totally different. Something else. Yeah, and some of them even, in fact, died after they landed badly, they Too landed badly. They broke their ribs. Some of them broke their loins, which is, I think they mean their hips, like I mean, old people. They're still German. The- they're still German at the end of the day. Yeah, we're not a jumping people. No, 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 no. You're <laughs> a kicking people. A kicking. Well, yeah, you're marching people. <laughs> marching. Sure. Yeah. What about Detlef Schrempf? Yes, we're more of a shooter. Not much <laughs> Detlef. Uh, but there's been a, a Dirk, uh, perhaps. Levinsky, uh, yeah. And so it went, at least once a century. In Strasbourg, in the summer of 1518, 400 people were caught in a dancing plague so uncontrollable that they danced themselves to, to death. death. Yeah, knowing all the while that sunstroke would kill them if they did not stop. People are dropping dead at their feet, and they're not stopping. Yeah, how about, the, how about that, Coachella? <laughs> how about God, that? God, we're just fucking so old. Mm. Yeah, Coachella. Oh, that lineup is... Tr- Garbage. It's not for us. No, it's not. Oh, I love uh, Tribbett and um, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Bankle. And I love, I think it's Stank Pink. Yeah. Uh, Stank Pink is one of my favorite yeah. uh, violent. God. Hyper pop. There we go. <laughs> really good. 
<laughs> now, the city of Strasbourg tried getting proactive with their dancing plague and therefore constructed a special stage in the heart of the city. Making okay. content. Yeah. yeah, why not? If they're going to be dancing anyway, put them on stage. The dancers were herded to the stage where they could ostensibly, I think the logic was like, let them get it out of their system. Yeah, sure. oh, they let want perform. attention so much. Yeah. And you know what happens when Germans let it get out when they get it out of their system. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. that's going to be great. Really let loose what's let inside loose. the German. Yeah. Eventually, the city even hired professional dancers and musicians to accompany the people in the dancing trances, either to give the dancers a structure or to just make them visually less unsettling. There was a dude that Whoa. watched this at some point. He was like... This needs choreography. Yeah. Like he's watching this whole. He's like, we, we're doing this all wrong. Like he arrived yeah. and he was just like, we need to put up a backdrop. We got to put up actually, some lights. We need a music. Strangely sympathetic uh, approach. It really is. Yeah, they're like, let's help him out. <laughs> now there's a reason to dance. Now they're definitely. Yeah. Well, they're not dancing a beat. Yeah. No, well, they're not. Fine. But at least it's not them dancing in silence, and you just hear the. Of the feet, which and is don't forget oh, the bones oh, cracking. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The bones Shamo. slowly cracking. The bones slowly cracking. Wow. Of course. Ooh, that would be horrible to dance your and your fucking ankles break. And yeah. Then, oh, wow. it happened. Oh, yeah. Like oh. they, <laughs> like doing the Michael huh. Jackson scream. But of course, once the professional dancers began dancing with the sick ones, the professional dancers also got caught in the epidemic. Even though they Whoa. would try their hardest not to. It's really strange. Yeah. Very weird. Now, it's been wrongly theorized that every single one of these dancing plagues were a result of ergot poisoning. Ergot. Ergot poisoning. You know, because they're yeah, ergot poisoning. Once they figured <laughs> out that ergot does that, they're all like, every single historian was like, let's sprinkle some ergot on it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, does it have anything to do with it? No. But okay. it doesn't wash. Because when you consider that people would dance for weeks or months on end without showing any other sign of ergot poisoning, such as pure puking or shitting mm. yourself into a coma. You're also just seeing stuff. Yeah. This is the nature of how many times it's all, everybody who talks about hallucinogens that has never done any. Yeah. Where they're all like, well, it makes you go crazy. We're like, mostly it just makes you see shit weird. And and you kind of just like ball up amongst inside of yourself. I found that the, the phrase that I find myself saying the most when doing hallucinogens is, uh-oh. Yeah. It, oh. it's like, yeah. In my mind, it's also very like, this makes sense. Or like, yeah. I like these like, oh, of course that that fucking pine cone would be there. Uh-oh. Like that's as a, uh-oh. Oh, all right. Let's, whoa. okay, let's, but it's an uh-oh in a good way. Or like, oh. uh-oh, all right. All I right. mostly just sit down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotta chill out. Well, people did exhibit irrational psychedelic sounding behavior during these prolonged trances. In the well-documented 1347 case in the Low Countries, the afflicted yelled out the names of devils, they claimed to be drowning in a sea of blood, and they developed strange aversions to the color red and pointed shoes. Now, that really points towards the society's fears. I think that's because they were getting kicked. Man. By all these people in pointed shoes. Man. I mean, yeah, and then also, but it's indicative of the devil, of the of a wicked man, a wicked mm -hmm. person, and so you're basically taking like how we say we transmute our pop culture ideas to our visions of aliens mm -hmm. and shit. It's the same as that, where they're just scared of stuff, which is actually to them very scary at the time. Yeah. It would be funny if aliens come back wearing like 1300s garb, be like, oh, I guess we got the century rug. Do you not think that the next wave of fashion is going to be all of that? It's all going to be like 1300s it always, to be like medieval fashion. Snoodwear? I think, I think snood life, yeah. snood life is coming uh, and it's going to be real. Oh, yeah. Cool. But apparently, I bought a snood. I told you I took a picture in it, but it looks a bit uh, ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to put it on, and I, 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 a listener said it to me. It was great. I thank you, uh, but yeah, I can't wear it because I do 
I look like uh, you can wear. I, it. I, I look like a professional forty-year-old dishwasher from thirty-six years ago. Uh, What's wrong with that? I'm just saying it's very. It's a knit cap. All right, <laughs> I understand that. And, and to that point, Henry, we went to the Renaissance Fair last week. Oh yeah, and I was told many a time that I looked like I fit right in. The only thing that was Renaissance clothing mm. on my body was the pants, the shirt. Wear that shirt all the time. This is close. The shoes. Well, wear those shoes all the time. They just, and yet. I fit right in in the Renaissance. You look that like fantastic. that's not a compliment. You look <laughs> like a, a farmer's confused son. Yeah. from Renaissance times. Confused? I was well, not confused. Like, He's not confused. I, I, mean, I was. I was a we're not going to get into what happened that week. <laughs> all he wants to do is write poetry. He doesn't have anything to do with the fig farm. Mm -hmm. no, and he's just out there picking oh. flowers and dancing. Oh, the fig farm. No, Marcus was arguing about very important Star Trek issues, <laughs> which we are not going to get no, into. No, I am not approaching. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Deep Space Nine truly We are is. not going to get into it. <laughs> it's more than just Garden of Wormhole, goddammit. We're just not going to get into it. Now, as we said earlier, mass hysterias can come from extreme stresses. In the times in which these dancing plagues occurred, the Middle Ages, they were horrific for the monkey brain of a human. Yeah. In the 1347 case, for example, the Black Death had swept through Europe only 25 years earlier. And in the Strasbourg outbreak, mm. there had just been a famine accompanied by the arrival of a new disease called syphilis. Welcome to the game, syphilis. <laughs> God dang. In addition to recurrent outbreaks of both leprosy and the plague. Syphilis does make you go mad, right? Uh, it can. After it, a long, very after, so long So these people weren't suffering from syphilis. No, 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 no. No, okay. syphilis takes like 30, 40 years to drive you crazy. I got you. Interesting. So you got though. plenty of time. I'm good. <laughs> Interestingly, though, dancing to process and heal trauma is actually pretty common amongst human beings. Oh, yeah. Dancing is one of the most powerful art forms ever be because it's not hemmed in by language, society or culture. Each each culture has its own dance and we're united by dance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. I mean, okay. look at the electric slide. I feel yeah, that if, that's we brought true, that's that, if we brought it to Afghanistan, if we brought the ele yeah. electric slide to Iran, I feel that we could really fix all of that. But stuff. cultures and dancing, it is an interesting way to study cultures through dance, isn't it? If we could just drop that fucking, what was the, 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 the um, this is your chance to do the hump, right? We do, oh, do the hump. Hump, hump. You want yeah. the hump? If we drop hump, the sure. hump, the hump over Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, maybe that would help. Maybe that would help. Well, it could mm -hmm. be that a dancing plague is an example of the brakes getting cut on a coping mechanism. Hmm. That, however, doesn't explain how dancing plagues spread, which is still to this day a mystery. It is really, it's interesting. All of these versions of mass hysteria, it's like, I guess you see a bunch of people doing something. You, there's a maybe a little part of you that's like, man, I want to give everything up. Let's yeah. Enjoy yeah, 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 improv everywhere. Sure. You know, like, let's go. But, but I, it is strange that then you get locked in. Yeah, you drop out of society and then you realize that society was the net that was keeping you up. Wow. Wow. Okay. But society's fucking making me mad. <laughs> you're getting it now. Your home is where you're happy. It's not where you're not free. That's Whoa, Charles, Charles Manson. Manson. <laughs> That's Charles Manson lyric. But speaking of the Middle Ages, medieval convents were common places for outbreaks of mass hysteria. Where there were nuns, there was weirdness. Oh, yeah, there was. <gasps> indeed, you know, indeed, indeed. Well, these hysterias were usually led by women who had been forced into nunneries, Ooh, wow. where they lived in prison-like conditions under strict behavioral guidelines. Yeah, a lot those, of stress. Those moms and mother superiors really got to keep those nuns in a short leash. Yeah, you know? real Because you got to make sure they're clean, number one. Yeah, that's, <laughs> You got to make sure right. that, first of all, when Sister Climb Slapper shows up, <laughs> right? You, you want to be ready be, for that. It's just a nickname. 
Yeah. Her name's Helen. <laughs> but <laughs> if you Helen, find out why, Helen, they call her that. Helen yeah. Clam Snapper. Nice to meet you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Wow. Where a scissors, not just an office supply. Isn't that nice? We're having oysters for dinner again. No, per- <laughs> Mass hysteria. Yes. No, perhaps because nunneries were such odd constructs full of women forced to be there, mm-hmm. so too were the mass hysterias contained therein often strange. And oftentimes these were just either lesbian women oh, sure. or women that wanted to read. Well, and also, then they're like, go to the nunnery. You're also discounting women's where the whole family has been murdered and they have nowhere uh, to go yeah. and they have no agency within society. Or women like youngest daughters who can't be married off, you know, like mm. who, or who have not been, who have kind of aged out of being married off. Yeah, like if you're, 30, you're 32, too young 35, too... you're fucking done. Yeah. Jesus. Got too square of a head, got too round of a head. <laughs> right. right in the nunnery. Nuns on the run. Ooh, I'm going to sneak into a nunnery. Well, in one French convent, <laughs> well, in one French convent, one nun began, for reasons unknown, meowing like a cat, which is, of course, an animal associated with witches and therefore Satan. I've heard people do this. Meow, yeah. that's what I call mass hysteria. <laughs> I mean, I seriously, people meow sometimes. Yeah. Well, pretty soon, all the nuns in the convent. People meow sometimes? Yeah. They do. They do. Who meow sometimes? I've been to some bars and people just meow. Women, what? Women meow. You're women. different. You're you're single. Wait, wait, wait. What you're bars out have you been to where women there's, just meow? I'm you went to, it's the Pussy Hut. There was <laughs> no, um, Tabby <laughs> Corner. Uh, yeah, was Gab, Gabby Garfield's Corner. place. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Garfield's. Yes. Mm, get the normal. <laughs> well, pretty soon, all the nuns in the convent were meowing like cats, eventually falling into a chorus of caterwauling for hours every day. Wow. Weird. The meowing only stopped when local soldiers were ordered into the convent to whip and spank the nuns oh until my. the kittens quieted down. I think that, Everyone that was knows. the point of the meowing. <laughs> you gotta bark. Well, that's the thing. They, the soldiers are barking. Yeah, the soldiers are barking. They're this playing cats not, and dogs. They're just trying to have sex with each other. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> But mass hysterias amongst nuns could also spread from convent to convent. Hmm. The meowing nuns, that was just one convent. For sure. And this happened simply by word of mouth, or should I say happened simply by word of mouth. In the 15th century, for example, nuns began biting each other in convents spread across France and the Germanic states. This is when you really need... Russell Crowe's The Pope's Exorcist <laughs> to show up and fix this shit. Because uh-huh. this is this is really weird. Yummy, yummy. Yes, yeah. uh, yes, his name's just... Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. They are... It, it's, it turns a nunnery into more of a nomery. Yeah, because uh-huh. they're, they're eating it there. They're nom, nom, nomming on it. <laughs> I mean, they're viciously biting each other. Wow, what a weird time to be a nun. Yeah. yeah. Before long, the biting nun thought virus had spread to Italy and the Netherlands, and no one could get the nuns to stop biting people, no matter how much they begged them to stop. Wow. When prayer failed as well, the church ordered mass exorcisms. And when that was a bust, they fell back on the old standbys of flogging and drowning. And uh, just honestly, get them a Peloton. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, they needed to be worked out. Once several nuns were flogged and or drowned, word spread to the other convents, and the biting miraculously stopped. Wow, weird. I wonder what did I it. I wonder. I actually sometimes think if you know, go along and get along. Go along. You're get biting. Along? You well, you're biting. I think there's we, we're we biting a now, bit, so we start biting slightly yeah. in the Salem witch trials. We talk a little bit about the concept of okay, I have no agency. I've been put into this thing. I, I'm in right. society, not uh, in my choice. Uh, it's not my choice to be here. I'm also in this nunnery. It's not my choice. And on some level, 
this aberrant behavior actually gives me power well, in the situation. Some control yes. over it's it. a rebellion. Yeah. You know, even though you're biting each other, you know, and biting everyone, but it's still yeah. a sort of rebellion. I don't know. I don't know if that's the fully the cows. Mm-hmm. But it, it does make sense. Sure. And you know, that actually sort of makes sense a little bit with the very first dancing plague that we talked about. You know, yeah. they're rebelling against the church and then the church. Oh, yeah, now it's always, oh, we're not dancing? Fuck you. Yeah, yeah I'm always dancing. Always <laughs> dancing. Right from your grave. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine. It's an addiction. It's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash last pod. Hi, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Now, throughout the Middle Ages, mass hysterias were often blamed on the devil. And our next story, the Milan poisoning, was no different. Now, as we know, the salad days of the Black Plague mm. were in the 14th century. The appetizer course. I love it. <laughs> but it persisted in Europe in occasional flare-ups until the 1800s. 
This, of course, caused much consternation whenever it occurred. And while many people usually blame the Jewish folk when the plague came to town, mm. another group shared the bill in the 17th century. Thank God. Was <laughs> it movie reviewers? <laughs> I just, you know, I mean, the, the Jewish people. I mean, come on. You come gotta on. leave them alone. Yeah, leave, them alone. Leave, them alone. leave them alone. I mean, come on. Leave them alone. Well, in conjunction with the Salem hysteria just a few decades later, rumors were spreading across Europe in the early to mid-1600s that the plague was being spread by witches and witchcraft. And I do believe this is a mechanism of population control. like And also saying that we don't like aberrant people in our society. We don't like the fringe people. And so anytime you see one, it's a new way to scapegoat anybody you may not like or may not like the cut of the jib of. Because now mm. you can say like, oh, well, they're sneaking plague in. Everybody's so scared of plague that they're immediately going to react. Yeah. Well, you have no choice at yes. that point because you know you're going to, if you get the plague, mm -hmm. you know you're going to die. So, yeah, why take the chance? Why take the chance indeed? It was, of course, as we covered in the Black Plague, a lot of commerce was the reason mm -hmm. oh, yeah. for the spread. Well, and the best example of this rumor's consequences, and this story does actually have to do with commerce a bit. Woo! Milan was struck with a horrific plague in 1630, in which a quarter of the city's population was dead when the whole thing Dang. was said and done. A quarter. But at the height of the panic, the governor of Milan received word from King Philip IV of Spain. King Philip said mm -hmm. that four Frenchmen had escaped from prison and were spreading the plague with poisonous ointments. No, I couldn't really figure out why he said this thing. I guess it was a way to try to catch the criminals Perhaps. where they just, these guys were released. No one really knows the nature of why, of what they, of who they were, yeah. why it was, they were so important to be caught. But it mm. sounds like they did that being so that people wouldn't look out and try to get these motherfuckers. And I don't know the who Frenchmen. they, I don't know who they double crossed. Yeah. To experience this. Or what information they had about King Philip IV. Ooh, he did not like from Hoge. My real name's Stanley. <laughs> oh, he's out of here. Well, the hysteria increased in May of 1630 when citizens in Milan reported seeing people placing poison ointments in a cathedral. Just a little dab-dab on the benches. Little dab-dab will do you. And, that, and this presumably is where witchcraft got mixed up into the story. An attack on the church. But while authorities found nothing in the cathedral, all the doors along the main street of Milan the next day were marked with a mysterious daub. This is really A mysterious what? Daub. A, like a, a daub. daub? Like, you know, like you get some Vaseline, uh, get like a big jar of petroleum jelly and you put two fingers into it. Always. You got a daub. Yeah, hey, 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 always. <laughs> See, I always <laughs> DeSantis it. I like yeah, to use my three fingers because you get more mass. Yeah. He, he uses three fingers on the pudding? Yeah, I think oh, it's yeah. a three it's, or a two finger. That's a three use. finger, man. He gives it what I call, it's called the dolphin. Yeah. Where you put the three, the three in the middle go in and then you got two fins on the side. Well, you got two fins in order to hold the Pudding cups, yeah, you so you can do, do that. pudding cups, yeah. so you're never without yeah. pudding in any chance. It's yeah. amazing the the quick decline of that weird, weird man. Yeah. So fast, yeah. yeah. But you know, he has that leaked tape where he's like, when you're a celebrity, you can grab any pudding by the pussy. Now you're satirical, and I enjoy your wow. satire. Wow. Sir. I enjoy your satirical uh, take the, on things. Uh, the Capitol steps are coming up next. <laughs> They're broken up. I know for political reasons. Yes, that's sad. But the mysterious dog was real and yeah. there, it is it, this is interesting because this is truly just pranksters yeah somebody heard this rumor that these guys are right. showing up with plague and so then they're they're doing it with cream yeah they're right? doing it with cream and they're just, putting, they're just putting mysterious daubs 
signs on all of the main on all the doors in the main street so everyone would be able to see them. And is it a fun time to be a teenager during this era? Very mm. much so because you can catch just, everybody. Right? No one has any clue what's real or what's not real unless they have a frock on and you have to believe them for some reason. And if you're a teenager in this era, like you're an adult. You're yeah, a man. You're, no, you're an adult. Yeah, you're an adult. Yeah, you're, yeah you're, you've had your father. Yeah, you're not like <sighs> driving around in your Chevy, you know, going no. beep, beep, going on the drag, smoking cigarettes with no, your buddy West. That. No, you're doing none of that. No, no Taco you're Bell. farming. What your about, sustenance farming. Yeah. What about the parking lot of Taco Bell? <laughs> oh, no, Taco Bell is only, no, it's only, parking, it's this no. 1620s, it's like 20 years away. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Because Taco Bell has only been around since like 1645. Yeah. Right, right. You're not going that, there. you're not going to the opposite side of the Sonic drive-in? Not having you know, any Not fun. the first side, the second no. side, because that's where the, all, all the kids hang out. I actually don't know that. I yeah. didn't know that. That was a Texas thing, I believe. Weird. Yeah. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> it was a goop, though. Yeah, it was a goop. they put on the walls was they said it was yellow. Yeah. Yeah. But the mysterious dog was nothing poisonous. It sounds like tallow, like yeah, do- like, yeah like fat, you know, yeah, there you go. Uh, or some dabbable material. Okay, but it was a prank. It was playing off the poison plague fears that had been steadily building. Yeah, sometimes if you want to create a fake plague, a little dabble do you. Yeah, yeah really. Absolutely. But instead of breaking the tension, the prank increased the fear, and Uh-oh. soon no one was safe from accusation or assault. In one case, an old man just minded his own business while sitting on a bench. He was accosted by a mob. After a daub of something was seen on the bench, the old man was sitting on. That's oh. just my poop. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> I couldn't hold it anymore. I was thinking about the last plague. Oh. And now I'm sitting in my duke, and everybody's saying I'm the bad guy. You're a bad guy now. You're a you're a wizard. I need help. You do. You need to die. I wish I could. I still live. You will. Every day I, I wake know. up. You'll be dead soon. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> well, the old man was beaten and dragged into a church. This uh, is not <laughs> what I wanted I to die. I'm sorry. We, I just. Yeah, this is how it's going to go. It's my own poop. I'm just so. I know. Oh, I'm lost. No, you're just where you want to be. Uh, then they dragged him to the magistrate. And that's where he died. That's where he died. Yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. I always wanted to waste a lawyer's time. <laughs> there you go. Uh, oh. Magistrate's a sheriff. I thought that they were like I every a judge. I thought a magistrate was a judge. Huh. So we're a magistrate's all, a judge. So Ben is once again right. Yes. Perhaps the satirical mind is more clever than ours. <laughs> oh, you don't think he has a satirical mind? <laughs> no, I have, think, a, I have a hysterical think, think, mind. Yeah, he just spent two minutes screaming about poop. <laughs> no, nothing satirical about that. What a genius. In a lab. Wow. <laughs> All right. Ugh, ass hysteria. <laughs> yes, I know. Well, taking things even further, citizens then accused a barber surgeon named Gian Giacomo Mora of working with Satan to make poisonous potions. Oh, jeez. Now, the whole Giacomo Mora saga was a tragic misunderstanding of the highest order. See, if you'll remember, the Black Plague produces painful boils mm. that erupt in the groin and the armpits of the infected. Ugh. Yeah. And Giacomo Mora had devised a salve that helped soothe the pain of these burst boils. Ugh. Word of Mora's miracle ointment soon spread, and people began crowding his shop to buy a daub for themselves before he ran out. Uh. Naturally, many of those people were infected with the plague, so when they rubbed up against the uninfected in close quarters, the plague spread. It seems I have created more of a problem (laughs) with my very helpful ointment. Yes. Which is why now that you have received the plague from being inside my establishment while trying to buy Mm anti-plague formula, 
I've actually made plague-filled formula. <laughs> that should actually counteract the actual plague. I, I think we got ourselves a Robert F. Kennedy Jr. voter. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of blaming themselves or saying like, hey, maybe I got the plague from those guys that I was right next to who also had the plague. That would make sense. They blamed Mora. Oh, yeah. Saying that he was a minion of Satan who'd spread the plague through his sack. No, I spread the plague through my incredible deals <laughs> and the amazing content. Yeah, it just seems like every day there's a different landmine you step in on accident. Oh, yeah. Back then, it was always, it's just, it has not changed. Nothing no. has changed. And so Mora was arrested and brutally tortured for a month. I'm just thinking Jeez. that this is an overcorrection. I think <laughs> so, okay? too. I yeah. just made a helpful ointment. Yeah. Well, they're also looking for people to blame. You know, oh, like yeah. people are yeah. like the plague is going very poorly. You know, like 25% of the population is dead or dying. You know, people need a bit of a distraction. People like something to blame. They like something to talk about. Yeah. That's you know, it. You know, I just, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. you get some. Yeah, it's not like it happens anymore. No, no, no. we beat that. We no. beat that. Yeah, yeah totally beat that. Mm. But while being stretched on the rack, right around the time that Ooh. his sinews began popping, I, I am sick of the ointment. I'll never make <laughs> ointment again. Don't make it again. Mora not only confessed, but he began naming accomplices. Oh, oh yeah, yeah buddy, I'll, you guys are fucked. Yeah. yeah, if I'm stretched out, dude. Oh, yeah. I know. Mm -hmm. These accomplices were then arrested and tortured until they named more accomplices, so, and those um, people yeah. were. Arrested and tortured and named more accomplices and so on and so forth down the line. Sound good. Everyone, every single person who confessed after prolonged torture was executed. Mm. So they just, uh, yeah, that's the prisoner's dilemma. Mm -hmm. That is technic. That is the fly in the ointment. Mm -hmm. Indeed, it is. I wonder how many. What do you? What's the average crank? You, you uh, get cranked like five, uh, six times. Oh no, for the rack? Yeah. No, no, you're talking about maybe two minutes. Yeah. Two to three minutes. That's, that's it. Still, yeah, that's oh, yeah, it. Because so, your arms just still Kate. Yeah, because it's really slow. Yeah. If they very long, like because you go. I don't think I've seen the rack at all the torture museums we've been to. I don't. We just did. Yeah. Actually, did I see one? I think of it like a big gear, and you go like kunk. You just want to do like one to kunk at a time because part of the torture is the tension of how much more they're going to stretch you and right. how long it's going to be until they stretch you more. Of course. I think the one that I would like the the least is that one where you sit and then uh, they put the weights on your legs. That'd and be the Spanish donkey. Yeah, I don't like that Spanish donkey. No, you would not. No, no, no. That's why you got to build up to it. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've been working with this incredible <laughs> yeah. Italian footstool. Oh, yeah. Which is really kind yeah. of just, I'm using it. I'm working up wow. to it because I started with what's called the prairie mound. <laughs> <laughs> well, Giacomo Mora's body itself was exhibited as a warning to other supposed poisoners because after he confessed, they broke him on the wheel. They put him on the wheel. They, you know, they, they you know, destroyed all Ooh. of his joints and he eventually died from that. Uh, and he was then his body was dumped in the river and then they burned down his home and his business just because, you know, because well, at this point they were like, well, why don't we need to start all of this over? <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, it was difficult to prove whether or not any poisonings had actually occurred because thousands of people were dropping dead of the plague in Milan every day. By August, it was said that 4000 dead bodies were in the streets. Just rotting. Oh, what the, a smell. Uh, August Italian sun. Oh, mama. But even so, people were so anxious about the plague that they began accusing themselves of associating with witches and sorcerers. They began mm. going to authorities, turning themselves in, and then being executed. Jeez. Weird. It, it was fucked up. Because I also, I bet you get executed a lot nicer than dying of the fucking plague. It yeah. might be. I mean, I guess it, it is a form of suicide to just break the tension. You should be like, like fuck it's it. over. Yeah, it's me. Fucking chop my head off. Let's go. Yeah. 
I think maybe just the Iron Maiden, just slam that door shut, poke me real fast. But it do, point, it's a low, no, slow death. The point of the Iron Maiden is that it's a very, very slow death. Because it, it doesn't hit the like vitals. An inch. Yeah, it sticks yeah. in just you a just little bleed. bit. You just bleed. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I just told you the picnic was postponed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, man. Nah. That sucks. That's not good. I guess I have to get my hot dog someplace else. Now, if we stay in the realm of the devil for a moment, Let's head over to the city of Lie in France okay. to an all-girls boarding school in 1639. Each one of these mass hysteria episodes sound pretty hot. It's yeah. an all-girls boarding school. They're like 10. Ugh. There you go. Yeah. Well, well there. I'm sorry. Now I'm, no. the yes. I'm imagining other... I'm talking about if it was cast. Yeah, he's yeah. talking about... 21-year-olds. Yes, he's talking about an all-girls boarding school. Yes, 21 to 38. That's my Ooh. goal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. 35 and up. Looks this like. is my MILF boarding school. Yeah. I gotta start an all Ooh, MILF boarding school. Boarding school is good. Yeah. Yeah. Miss nice. MILF, you didn't get your homework in time. Mm. <laughs> and then she starts yelling at you and debasing you and you kind of feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there, a French mystic named Antoinette Bouillon who believed that she was chosen by God to restore the true Christianity, she became besieged by demonic visions. Upon visiting the school, Antoinette saw a swarm of little black angels flying around the heads of the schoolgirls, and she became so obsessed with the black imps that she began telling the schoolgirls that it was they who were the ones who were attracting the devils with their behavior, their I mean, sinful schoolgirl behavior. That was very similar, similar to the devils of Ludon. Very much so. Naturally, with an authority figure telling them that the devil was around always, and that it was their fault, the girls also began to see the little black devils. And the whole school soon became obsessed with the devil. Well, it's just so much more fun to have a life where you're seeing all these little devils and you're mixing mm. all your shit up. It's a very boring life. Yeah. You're in an old, dumb, well, like, boring school. It sounds like everyone's dying. It's a life of drudgery. You're, yeah. like, cleaning the floors and to, to listening to fake science and math and, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's all this shit. So, yeah, of course, we're going to turn into a bunch of little devil girls. It's so much more fun. Yeah. Be careful for the weirdos out there. We are the weirdos, sir. God, just seeing you dresses. I see you dresses for <laughs> Jabal in my mind. I'll fly in my <laughs> Well, finally, one girl couldn't take it anymore and ran away from the school. She feared that she would become possessed. The staff, of course, caught up with her and returned her to the school. Mm. But when she got to the school, she said that the devil had taken her away. And then she, of course, confessed to being a witch uh -oh. and had been so since the age of seven. And the old school version of the Nepo baby. Mm -hmm. Did they kill her? Uh, no. Once it was announced to the class, 50 schoolgirls took it as a cue and spontaneously erupted into fits and convulsions. And 201, all 50 confessed to being witches. Okay, that's a lot. Yep. And like the satanic panic of the 90s, the girls tried outdoing each other with stories of demonic dealings. They quickly escalated. Oh, yeah, we ride broomsticks. Okay, fine. Cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. We can go through keyholes. Like, oh, oh, wow. That's pretty interesting. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're attending demon meetings. Wow. Demon meetings. Yeah, Thank nice. you. Did you not bring the soda water? Uh, Did you not bring the truth? No, truck? isn't it infernal how I lie? <laughs> oh, God damn it. I was just joking. Of course I brought the celts. <laughs> yes. And then finally... The feasting of baby flesh. Yay. Oh my! Yeah, Come they on. pop up. That's a, that's how it always goes. Yeah. Always There's with the baby always eating. The, it always goes to baby eating constantly. Yeah, constantly. It's been that 1639. The baby eating has been around. It's been a long for hundreds upon thousands of years for a long time. And uh, man, all I know is I'm hungry for some comet pizza. <laughs> I love it. Mm. But honestly, have you ever been to Bordies? 
No, um, it is the only. Is it uh, it's an abortionist slash <laughs> uh, bowls. They just do bowls, and one yeah. of my favorite is mm. just like they just put a whole slurry in there. It's just nice good. that at least it goes somewhere. That is nice. <laughs> that is very appropriate. Yeah. And then you get some stem cells in the process, and you Great. look you look two look, weeks younger. Look how younger. young I look. <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow. Look how young That's I am. That's incredible. That yeah. is incredible. Those back really the clock. They aged you fast. <laughs> Well, incredibly, when the clergy and local authorities investigated these claims of witchcraft, riding brooms, yeah. eating babies, they found the confessions of these children to be valid. Oh, valid. All 50 schoolgirls were sentenced to be burned at the stake. Now, that is just a lot of work. Oh, for yeah. Me. I'm the executioner, guys. Also, just Come how, on. how annoying would that be? To get them all in there. Uh, you know what I mean? Because well, they're all yelling. Because these kids are already kind of loud. They're crazy. You know, the idea of getting them all ready to burn them at the stake and you, stuff. You, you, you spread do it, it amongst, once? No, you spread it amongst like 10 days. Five girls a day. Five girls a day. All, but individual burnings. Yeah. Yeah. Each one's got to be. No, 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 no. You do it in a line. You do it in a line. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. They don't even get to be special. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't want to go that way either. It's, yeah. Honestly, it's crazy about how there's always there's always been too many kids in the classroom. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, thankfully, though, some of the more clear-headed adults stepped in and told authorities that the kids had gotten those ideas from crazy old Antoinette Bonillon, oh. who is locally known as a mentally unstable person. Okay, yes, great. I'm your local crazy bitch. You gotta have one. <laughs> That's my whole thing. I yeah. love them. The children were thereafter set free, and the case was closed. Well, case closed. But any, they, did they apologize? No, no, no. no. Why would they? Burned, like the 50 day. girls to no, death. We don't even, oh, they we don't even no, apologize they didn't now. None of them. None they of them. told authorities, like, hey, they got these crazy Before ideas. Before the burn. Yeah, the children, I just said the children were set free. I just said that. No, I know, but I but not all of I them. I just said that. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was all of them or not all of them. <laughs> the children were there after set free. There was 50 total, so technically 10 still going to die. Guys, <laughs> guys, please. Please stop. This is mass hysteria. This is mass hysteria. It's catching on. from your grave. How many platforms do I work on? So many platforms. Can you believe it? Google Docs. Work on that. Very complicated. Lots of different things going out. Clickety-clack, right? Slack. Saying things to my employees. All of my my, my main doldgers walking around here. Make sure it changes cluck to the word I meant for it to say to everyone. But I try to say not curse words on Slack. What am I supposed to do about it? But Grammarly doesn't fix curse words, does it? Because Grammarly's too good for it. It's too classy. It's Grammarly is an AI writing partner that helps you get work done faster with high quality writing. Because better writing means a stronger impact. The pen is mightier than the sword. Except when the sword is in the room. 96% of Grammarly users report that Grammarly helps them craft more impactful writing and suggestions based on your audience goals and context. Can you believe it? And data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly. It's in its goods. All right. So Grammarly's great. Use it. I use it. I love its gentle harassment of my writing style because it does help me because sometimes my thumbs are faster than my eyeballs. Don't quote me on that. Get AI writing support that works where you work. Sign up and download for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. 
Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, earlier, we mentioned Spring-Heeled Jack as an example of a mass hysteria. Yes. But Jack was not the only London creature to cause a fuss. 30 years before Jack in 1803, Londoners in the Hammersmith district were supposedly haunted by a glass-eyed, horned ghost <laughs> dressed in white. Uh, hello, a boo and whatnot. I'm <laughs> 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 not a nerd, I'm dead. Boo and whatnot. Now, the rumors of sightings in Hammersmith very quickly turned into encounters. One man said that the ghost had risen from a grave and choked him, <gasps> while rumors spread that two women had died of fright after they got spooked too hard by the Hammersmith Phantom. Dude, how many people do you think Ashton Kutcher could have killed if he would have kept on with that show Punked? He almost killed Frankie Muniz that one time. Oh, he That's, did. That was funny. Yeah, now Frankie <laughs> Muniz can't remember nothing. That was funny. Uh, but I actually have a, this is a from, this is a witness encounter yeah. of the Hammersmith ghost. It's from Thomas Groom. I was going through the churchyard between eight and nine o'clock with my jacket under my arm, my hands in my pocket. When some person came from behind a tombstone, where this, in which there were only four square in the yard behind me, and caught me fast by the throat with both hands and held me fast. My fellow servant, who was going on before, hearing me scuffling, asked what was the matter, and then, whatever it was, gave me a twist around, and when I saw nothing, I gave a bit of a push out with my fist and felt something soft. Like a great coat. Weird. Mm. Okay, cool. Well, citizens armed themselves. And what are you going to do? <laughs> Why well, is it? It's a ghost. It's, it's un- really interesting. It's unclear. But it's very specific. This story is really interesting because people said that they saw a physical guy but dressed as a ghost. Okay. But they were kind of creeped out by mm. this guy that they were like all trying to decide whether or not he was a physical thing or a ghost. And yeah. so, but he was touching people. So people are like, well, he's got to be physical. Yeah. This is very, very similar to, you remember the good old days of the, the clowns, the clown sightings in the UK yeah. and the gimp c- costume dude. It was like three years been, ago. Like, that, yeah. That's still around. The gimp costume that guy was is still around. Years, that was about eight, nine it's years ago. I was in 2016. There was wow. the clown sightings. And it was because it's interesting because they never really fully got to the point where people were shooting these clowns. Not yet. But people were well, really freaked out. Let's not shoot the clowns. Let's yeah. not shoot them. Yeah. And so no. that's the you thing. You hit them with a pie. Yeah, they're clowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bullets in it. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that also wouldn't work. It wouldn't do anything. But yeah, but then you show them and you're like, hey, think about this next time. There's bullets. You spray them with the seltzer water. You throw a pie on them. And that's a, that's a clown's. That's how they feel shame. You just mm-hmm. call CPS. Yeah. Well, citizens armed themselves and patrolled the neighborhood to somehow apprehend or murder the ghost. Uh-huh. But as it often goes, when mass hysteria meets guns, Tragedy struck when an armed citizen named Francis Smith happened upon a bricklayer named Thomas Millwood one night. Tragically, Thomas was dressed in white pants, a white shirt, and a white apron. That's the clothing 
Of a bricklayer. Of a bricklayer. Oh. And he was actually told by his family to not dress like this. Yeah. You're like, listen. Do not do this. There is they're looking for a guy dressed all in white right now. Weird. And he was just like, oh, I'm a bricklayer. <laughs> That's what I do. This is the uniform well, of a many, bricklayer. He probably didn't have that many different clothes. Yeah, probably not. No, I think that he just he, he was you dressed proud. like a bricklayer. He was proud. Yeah. Well, mistaking Thomas Millwood for the ghost, Francis Smith got spooked and made a hamburger out of Millwood's face with the shotgun, killing him. Yep. Smith was tried and convicted for murder, but his death sentence was commuted to one year of hard labor for the extenuating circumstances created by a ghost panic. Interesting. This is the first time they were t- they tried to figure out in court at this time period about are you excused for murder if you believe that that person is a ghost? ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and then they don't know. It, it actually was not. It was settled way later on. They they eventually they were like, no, you murdered. And then they 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 got him out of jail later. But the, later on, they were like, no, just because you believe in ghosts. Does it mean you can like openly murder anybody with the sheet on their head? Uh, unless they are obviously um, Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, you can kill them. I yeah. mean, I mean, you still get in trouble, but yeah, we'll we'll all like you. Yeah, I won't tell you. Well, interestingly, however, it was eventually learned that the quote unquote ghost had actually been real after a fashion. The ghostly figure in white had actually been a shoemaker <gasps> who was wearing the costume to frighten his apprentice. Because the apprentice had been scaring the shoemaker's children with ghost stories. Just a funny guy. <laughs> Just a funny guy. Got a guy murdered. Yeah, wow. murdered for a fucking bit. Oh my goodness. Now, while some mass hysterias are very much outward operations, sometimes the consequences are inflicted inward, as they were during the Halifax Slasher incident of 1938. One night in November, two young women named Mary and Gertrude... Definitely a young women's name. <laughs> yes. They were attacked at the local mill where they worked by what they said was a mysterious man with a mallet <gasps> and bright buckles on his shoes. Cool. It's the leprechaun. I want to be gold. <laughs> I thought it would be a big clown. That's a, I imagine it a be, like Bozo the Clown. No, they don't wear buckles in clowns. I don't see buckles in clowns. I see hmm. him as a munchkin. You do. I but could a see a munchkin. munchkin. <laughs> a bunchkin. Yeah, I could see that bunchkin, yeah. A big, so you mean a man, a regular sized man. Dressed as a munchkin uh-huh. with a big mallet, like a Hummel character. He's got a pin. <laughs> sure. He's got, sure. in my head, it's like a gnome-like hat, like a Terry the Gnome style hat. Yeah. And he's got like a beard and he's got a fancy little shoes and little tiny little pointed boots on. And he's got a big mallet. Right. Huh. I could see it. I always, ima- I, for some reason, associate mallets with clowns. That's yeah. unique. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I could see it. Honestly, I see that. Do you see it? See, I see people like, I think of clock people. <laughs> clock people. Yeah, I could see that. Like wooden yeah. soldier guys. Yeah, yeah. like the Keebler. Side stories, L-P-O-T-L at gmail.com. What do you associate mallets with? Clowns or clock people? Interesting. Absolutely. We'll see. We'll see how that We'll use out. the mallet to fix the clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, after the attack, Mary and Gertrude ran to a nearby house with facial wounds inflicted by a razor blade. Ta-ta! supposedly uh, perpetrated by the man with bright buckles on his shoes. Very similar oh. to the stories of Spring Hill Jack. And you remember the butt slasher in yeah. Brooklyn? Oh, well, the yes, butt slasher was, was very real. Yes, like, that was real. But I mean, real. like, it is, it's weird. The slashing epidemics have happened before mm-hmm. and, oh, yeah. and, have, and continue to happen. Now, Halifax had been gripped in a slashing epidemic a little over a decade earlier when a man named James Leonard stalked and slashed the clothing of six women in town. He, however, was ruled out of the 1938 attacks on account of how none of the witnesses described his abnormally large nose. Oh, really? It was so the big. Schnaz shaves me again. 
It was so big that if you saw it, yeah. you would not, you would notice it. You, that's the first Whoa, thing you would nose. say. Yeah. So in this case, the big nose saved him. Yeah. Well, you know, he slashed a bunch of other people. Yeah. Yes. Th- th- that's not good. No. Yeah. An encounter the nose. I know. The nose knows. <laughs> no, within just a few days after Mary and Gertrude reported the man with the bright buckles, anxiety over slasher attacks had gripped the town. Five days after the first attack, another young woman was supposedly attacked by a guy who cut her wrist. And three days later, another girl got slashed. And then another, and then another. By then, the newspapers picked up the story and gave it a name, the Halifax Slasher, which seemed to only create more slashing victims. Mm, and if it's truly Canadian, you know he sent that a letter at some point and be like, actually, it's the St. Kenosha River Slasher. <laughs> if you really want to know how to name my guy, district. you need to yeah. know where the man lives. You don't want to do it that way. Halifax, England. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm fucking yeah. whatever, Wow, man. Canadians just got you. Yeah. I know, you I'm got sorry. Got by I, I got got. Well, vigilante groups began patrolling the streets, beating up anyone who wasn't known to the mob personally. Oh, cool. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> and one of the girls escalated the story by saying she had been attacked by a man wielding something called a dirty Macintosh. I, I have to look up that. <laughs> no, dude, I tried looking up what a dirty Macintosh is. I couldn't figure it out. What's, I couldn't find it. What's uh, a dirty Macintosh? Maybe if I asked chat GPT. No, oh, don't, no don't ask it. Mm-hmm. Don't dirty ask Mac it. Or, or dirty Mac and a dirty Mac is it's a, a weapon. It says here that it's a when you come in a Yeti water bottle and you put it in your girlfriend's ass and you fuck her as she shits. And it also says here Does it really say that? Yes, I'm on the <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> that sounds like a bit of an improv. I don't think any I no, don't think that's a dirty Mac. Dirty Mac. A dirty Mac is a, a dirty Mac is a foo who's trying to get at the same female as yourself. <laughs> oh, like a like Return of the Mac. Yeah, like a Mac, that like a Mac, Mac, like a Mac Daddy. Yeah, oh, I yeah. don't think that that's what they were referencing. That guy's like, all that. He's a bag of chips. Yes, <laughs> of course, that would be a snack. <laughs> but by the end of the month, one yes. of the victims, a one Percy Waddington, Ooh, admitted, Percy uh, Percy Waddington, <laughs> he admitted that he'd actually inflicted the razor wound on himself. You know what they say here? Also, and according to the other one, Dirty Mac Brigade is in in England. It's yes. called it's a dirty it's dirty old men in a group. Dirty old men in a group. But this woman said that she was attacked by a man wielding something that Cold. quote felt like a dirty Macintosh. I don't know. He's a foo that's trying to go after somebody else's woman. That's the only mm-hmm. thing I could decide. Well, after Percy Waddington admitted that he'd slashed himself, nine of the 12 victims admitted that they'd also slashed themselves. Ah, yeah. Jeez, you're just, yeah. wasting now, time. Well, yeah. now you're just like in this trap of like, you're everybody's getting attention out of this thing. It feels really crazy. And I wonder why... Again, why? Well, they're both creating and participating in the panic. And then perpetuating the panic, Mm -hmm. which actually kind of gives you something to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, boredom is really the underlying story here. Mm -hmm. And the uh, the idea of jumping into, because we all like group things. Yeah, and it's 1930, but I don't know about boredom, because it's 1938. Like, this is the war years. Like, Germany is oh, you cut actively yourself. bombing. Well, yeah, I feel like that's... UK. Actually, I think that you just spelled it out right there. It's what we've talked about. It's about stress. Yeah, and about so stress. If, if you are Maybe getting bombed and you're in this place, that is definitely a way to sort of express it. Because, yeah. again, because weirdly... Cut yourself. Yeah. It's also... It's not about the war anymore. No. no. You've been it's dealing... About, you're in this war. You've been experiencing it. Now yeah. it's something else. Now it's butt slashing. It's mm-hmm. about the bombs that don't explode. <laughs> it's about the bombs you don't drop. Yeah. That's what war is. That's yeah. what Hitler's jazz was all about. <laughs> I'm just glad we're here on 420. Really, Man, talking about that guy really knew how to tweak. 
<laughs> you see that video of him at the Olympics? Yeah, him just Fucking rocking back and forth on that. Tweaking, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was on speed. Hard but like, tweaking. I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, man. He was a weird guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah weird guy. Real strange guy. Strange, yeah. Well, perhaps the strange... It's his birthday today. Yeah. yeah I know. It's yeah. 420. Columbine as well. Yeah, but remember that. What a day. Yeah. And weed, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Two out of three. Is it not the loss of innocence for America today? It could be. I don't know, man. Col I think Columbine. that started July 4th, 1776. Shut up. Shut <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, think about it. Uh, I, mean, I am. It think about sense. it. You haven't made sense once yet. <laughs> I, am, I am. Almost two hours. I am trapped sense. inside of a prison of my own brain. Oh. But perhaps the strangest modern mass epidemic occurred in 1963 in the country of Tanzania in East Africa, just a month after they gained their independence from the United Kingdom. There, a teenage girl at a missionary boarding school began having a fit of anxiety-induced laughter. And pretty soon, she and her friends were all laughing uncontrollably. Every one That's of these scary. things happening at boarding schools and convents, it, every story of mass hysteria amongst little girls all feels like anime movies. Yeah, it really does. All I know is as a performer who does comedy... Great crowd. Not, this crowd is great. They're not smizing, though. Like, it's ha 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 ha. Yeah, ha, I don't ha, care. Ha, like, I just want to hear it. Oh, you just want to hear the <laughs> empty, <laughs> hollow laughter. Well, that's all I serve. That's what I seek. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Just give me noises. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, before long, 95 out of the 159 students were unable to stop laughing. They were sent home, but then the laughter spread to their families uh -oh. and thereafter throughout their communities. This can only mean one thing. Fluffy has arrived. <laughs> wow, Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> He's really famous. Yes. Well, the Junji Ito-like epidemic spread to thousands of people all over the region and lasted for months, Whoa. long enough where the schools were closed. In some cases, the laughter would only last two hours, hmm. but in other people, they could suffer for weeks. That's and, Natalie. In one case, it was a year Jesus before someone Christ. stopped laughing. Not, so, would very you rather do nonstop laughing non or nonstop hiccuping? Laughing. Ah, uh, hiccuping. Because then at least you could get stuff done. Like, you could talk still. If you're laughing, you can't talk. Hiccuping makes me feel crazy. Yeah. I do hate a hiccup. Yeah. I hate a hiccup. I love to laugh. But if you... But I That's guess going to say that my But, but you're also in your mind, you're in hell. Yeah, but I am already. Your face is like... <laughs> you're just talking about <laughs> generalized anxiety and OCD. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so I'm already there. Yeah, you're here, man. Yeah, I'm in a nightmare up top. It's <laughs> <laughs> fun out here. Well, soon the laughter turned into uncontrollable crying, aimless running, and violent aggression. There was no physical reason why any of this started, or any physical reason why any of it stopped. The only theory anyone could come up with was that the schoolgirls were increasingly stressed by the alien environment of a Christian missionary boarding school. At first, I thought you meant of, like, the, the, uh, the... The aerial school phenomenon. Yeah. That, that, that alien that, That's in an alien environment. That would have been interesting. Kind of alien Maybe they just missed the queen. Oh. I doubt it. The queen. Of England. This is Roll 1963. Yeah, just keep going. She just started. This she is was when in, she just But she was like, she would, had been in power at this that is, point by like nine years. This is when she was like fuckable. Yeah. That's how long yeah, ago but they, this was. Yeah. I'm saying they, don't, they no longer have control. So they missed the queen. Yeah. Okay. Now I get you. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say, actually. Oh, great. Yeah, it's because, I mean, it's a transitory, it's a transitional anxiety. Wow. Like, you know, the country's finally right. set free from colonial bonds. They've got, I mean, this is the I makings. I didn't have to fucking write that down. Yeah, you really didn't. Great. That's yeah, a good idea. I mean, you said it in a way that I didn't understand, but I liked what you well, said. Well, do, do the way you wrote it. <laughs> I think it works. <laughs> I think it works. 
That's right. the way it works. Cool. Do, do what you mean. Do that. You know, have you the heard about the triangle, the triangle of trust is spoken? <laughs> I acquiesce. Have you heard that there's that new uh, school supply sale coming up? It's a class hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Well, perhaps the most well-known epidemic in modern times, however, is the Japanese Pokemon Panic of 1997. This is Whoa, freaky, too. What is this? Have you heard of this? No. Do you know about this? No. Have you heard about this? I haven't. I've heard about this. <laughs> so, I didn't even realize Pokemon was out in 97. Yeah. But I it guess was, it's it, been around for a long time. It was on its 38th episode. Yeah. No shit. Mm-hmm. But that year, over 12,000 children exhibited physical symptoms ranging from nausea to seizures after watching an episode of Pokemon called Computer Warrior Porygon. Okay. Now, at first, the sickness that eventually came to be known as Pokemon Shock. And that's normally when you have one of those little balls up in your vagina for too long. In your vagina, yes. Yes. I didn't even write that down. I didn't come up with anything. Write that I didn't down write, no, I wasn't prepared. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Didn't write that down at all. That was, <laughs> it was attributed to a photosensitive epileptic fit triggered by the bright flashing lights used in the episode when Ash and Pikachu went into the computer. Well, because that's wow, what I thought at first. Weird. I thought this really was just a response to the lights, but it was more it was more complicated than that. Well, more complicated in a way that we don't understand. Those same flashes. They'd been used in previous Pokemon episodes, and they'd been used in other anime. In fact, this tension-building technique of different colored lights flashing over and over again, it was used so often that it has a name. Paka Paka. Oh, well. And so, like, you feel like people should have been used to it at this point. Or that's not even necessarily Hmm. that they would have been used to it, but if it was the flashing lights, it would have happened before this point. Oh, absolutely. Okay. But for whatever reason, after this episode in particular, over 600 children were taken to the hospital complaining of shortness of breath, nausea, and blurred vision. The event then got picked up by the news, who unwisely re-aired the segment in its entirety <laughs> during the newscast. You mean this segment? That's really smart. Yeah. I mean, it really could be. But anyway, as a result, a further 12,000 kids were afflicted. Yeah, they just did it again. They oh did it to everybody. Yeah. God. But I mean, I actually just thought about this. Maybe it could be. I mean, Pokemon was an in- incredibly popular show from the beginning. Yeah. It could be that when it was used in other episodes, Not it didn't have Big, it didn't have as big of an audience. Who knows? And people didn't pay attention. People didn't put together the, you know, the, the dots. They didn't connect the, the dots. dark world of Pokemon. Also, is there something to the order of the lights and the colors of it that maybe could affect the human brain? I don't know. Yes. You saying yes? Yes. I'll take your word for it. That's <laughs> yeah, the expert that I know to my left. Uh, probably. Why not? Now, the Pokemon case is fascinating, not just for the speed at which it happened, but for how something so large can happen so quickly without any real scientific explanation yeah. as to why it happened. To this day, no one is really sure what happened. That's and to so make sure, weird. And to make sure the episode has never been re-aired. Really? Yeah. Not and in Japan. Not in Japan. We're going to show it on the stream. Yeah, not I in Japan at least. It. Yeah, you can find it, but it's never yeah. been re-aired on TV in Japan. 97, wow. Now, scientists who have studied the causes of mass sociogenic illness have had largely inconclusive findings. Good, great. Mostly this is because these illnesses are so spontaneous and they're so difficult to see while they're happening, especially hard to see by the people it's happening to. And I love the Mueller report of Pokemon. Oh, yeah. And I love our our experts, right? All of our experts, yeah. their big old brains and their yes. large books. Does but, anyone wear their It's Mueller time shirts anymore? No, that, that, passion, <laughs> that, that fashion is past. Now I remember that. Yeah. yeah it's it's Mueller, Mueller, time. Mueller time. I love that was German it really, Inquisitor. Was it 
it Mueller? It's Mueller. fucking Mueller. Okay. It's Mueller. Mueller. Yeah. Yeah. But the uh, <laughs> the concept of you're dealing with an issue that is widespread and immediate. And then, you know, as we have all discovered, you know, as we've gotten older, when you're trying to figure out how to get an answer from all these various experts, these people that are work for the government, and they just kind of want to button up whatever situation's going on real fast. They just want to be, they want to just to have it be done. They, they just want to go on spring break. Yes, they yeah. just want to wrap <laughs> it up. Yeah, and so they look at you, and as soon as it's, you know, mysterious, they're like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. It's like working for the weekend is great in theory unless you're in charge of our nukes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You like you're work like for Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Like, unfortunately, I know it's a Sunday, but you're in charge of the Department of Transportation, <laughs> Mr. Buttigieg. <laughs> you got him. Speaking of Pokemon, <laughs> he's a little. Yeah. He likes the Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, wow. 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 I was going wow. with a size joke, wow. but then you came in and <laughs> wow. a Pokemon. You totally in. redeemed yourself. Gay this whole joke. episode, complete C work, and then boom, an A plus bringing you to a B. That's all I need. <laughs> well, there's no pattern when trying to identify social, psychological, or physical characteristics to find groups more susceptible than others when it comes to mass hysteria. People of every race, age, socioeconomic mm-hmm. status, mental stability, nationality, all of us are capable of falling into a mass hysteria of some kind or another. <laughs> as far as we know, nobody is immune from mass sociogenic illness. No matter how strong you think you are, no matter how smart you believe yourself to be, I know there's people out there going, not me. If the you, right, you got that person you made up in your mind. <laughs> if the right, that's how you win an argument at all times. I invent the other side, and then I go, "Oh, well, fuck you and your mother," and then it's done. And I deny it. I'm really. If the right button gets pushed in your lizard brain, then you too could lose yourself in a torrent of mass hysteria. In other words, reality is ultimately a construct created by human consensus. You know, buddy, we right now need to be stabilizing figures. I don't know if I don't like, I'm not sure if I'm loving the diatribe to wrap it up. Bro, we can change how we perceive reality dangerously fast. Why don't we just perceive it like it is You know what you need is some tincture. Then you'll you'll be back in. I just don't know if we need to be like, it's all wiggly woggly. Yeah. We just be like, yo, but some things are set in stone. No, no, yeah. no. What I'm trying to say is that you actually got to hold on to yourself Good. harder because we can change how we perceive reality dangerously fast, especially when we've got other people of our same peer group telling us to do so. Again, I bring up January 6th when hundreds of people stormed the Capitol fully convinced by their political and media leaders that they would be going down in history books as the saviors of the Republic for rescuing the country from a satanic cult. Little did they know that entire thing is going to be purged from the history books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they just wandered around filming themselves. It, the, they loved it, it. Like the spell, you saw the spell being broken. They don't know what to do. Yeah, once they, they got get here there. and they're like, it's like, you know what they say? I mean, it, it's the Joker. If he if he got a hold of the car, would he even know what to do with it? Well, you steal the car, <laughs> steal the car, take it, drive it around. It's more of a dog scenario, I think. It is, but yeah. he attributed to the Joker in the film. Did they? Oh. Hmm. This new one's going to be interesting. Okay. <laughs> so close. So close. <laughs> but that is to say, when anxiety yes. is whipped up hard enough, over a long period of time, people can convince themselves that anything is true. And when that happens, you better make damn sure that you or your group aren't the ones in the crosshairs. Little Dan Carlin right at the end. Wow, yeah. little Dan Carlin. Mass hysteria. I like the wrap up. Thank you. In the crosshairs. I yeah. don't necessarily, again, I'm 50-50 on it. 
On mass hysteria. <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the conclusion. <laughs> on the conclusion? Yeah. All right. Crosshairs, so, everyone's getting shot. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of mass hysterias do an end in uh, uh, murder. That's violence. Sometimes yeah. when you catch yourself like, simping hard for some woman, you found yourself deep in the middle of last hysteria. There you go. Thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I hope that you did. And if you're oh, a particularly fun. big fan of UK punk, you might find yourself in crass hysteria. Yes. Wow. Kissel? Well, I'll tell you one thing. When I think about uh, hysteria, I always think about, well, I actually, mm, let's fish in hysteria. You're good today. Um, And if you're a particularly uh, big fan of ska music, you might find yourself in brass hysteria. Yeah, that's good. Very Um, good. Oh, God. Ass. Pass. <laughs> yeah, anything Mass. that rhymes with it there. Grass. Can... Oh, there That's you go. That's what I'm experiencing today is yes. grass hysteria. And you if go. you're a skeptic of UFOs, you might find yourself in Philip J. Class hysteria. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> he got out of it. Yeah. Oh, I'm out. Oh, I'm done. I am done. Um, do we have anything to say? Okay, to, to wrap it up? No, not uh, just anymore. Fucking no. enjoy your enjoy your time, uh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. We do yeah. have a lot of things coming up, but we haven't. We're not ready to announce. But yes. if you go to Z Two Comics, you can purchase last comic book on the well, left. You can pre-order three. it. You can pre-order it's, it. Yeah, you can pre-order. pre-order. Um, but we're gonna make sure that they come out on time. Yeah, just will. like Mussolini. <laughs> we're gonna make sure that those yeah. comics come out, and we can't wait for you yeah. guys to see what we're working on now. Guaranteeing yes. it, actually guaranteeing it. Guaranteeing. Oh, that's a that's, great. That's, that's, that's a good idea. Guarantee. And also today is that it's already passed, but Spring Hill Jack Coffee was doing a 420 special. If you buy any sort of coffee, it's too late because they were going to give it to the last prisoner project. But they're going to start selling shirts of the design that they just did, which is fucking awesome. Great design. Spring Hill Jack. And then some a chunk of that money is going to go to the last prisoner project. Oh, yeah. And uh, next week, what's going to be fun is that we're actually going to be going on a bit of a spring break. We're giving everyone the Mm -hmm. week off, including ourselves. I mean, I'll be... I'll be worrying. Yeah, worrying. Of I'll course, not break. Spin around a bunch. Yeah, 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 we'll do this kind of stuff. But we're gonna do a little best of, uh, and then we're gonna be back the next week with some blood. We're gonna have some big All drippy, right. drippy blood, and then I think we're jumping into some historical periods. Yeah. Oh yeah, Other we're gonna be jumping blood. into some uh, of drippy blood, particularly big. When did the tampon period. come out? We'll cover that. Um, <laughs> yeah, awesome. that's the whole right, history of the tampon. And you know what? Every woman listener. Can't wait to hear our perspective Absolutely. on the nature of the tampon. I'm a fr- I'm a fan of free bleeding. <laughs> Why not? Let me know where you've been. Hey, huh? uh, speaking of free bleeding, come to see Wizard of the Bruiser and Page yeah. Seven live with the release the butthole Woo! cut tour. Let me give you a rundown of Will these. Will they dates. ever release the butthole cut? Of, no, because then they have cats. to stop the show. They really should. You think so? I want to know what the butthole looks uh, looks like on these cats. Ah, yeah, I mean, just you can just go find a cat and take a look at a butthole. No, but I want to see the CGI because someone had to work really hard on it, <laughs> which is kind of funny to think about. I would yeah. just say everybody just, you know, leave a butt, leave, leave the cat alone. Leave the cat May alone. May 9th, 2023, Salt Lake City. May 10th, Granwood Village, Colorado. Oh. May 11th, Las Vegas, maybe. June 21st, Portland. June 22nd, Tacoma, Washington. July 11th, Oklahoma City, okay. And July 12th, Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, Go and check they're going to love that barbecue. Yes, also May 7th. That's right. I'll be doing uh, in Brea. I'll be doing a Hail Yourself. Oh, yeah, Brea so. Improv, which is great. We'll Come out for that. Um, all right, everyone. Hail yourselves. Hail yourselves. Hail yourselves. Would you give yourself your hell yourself? Hail yourself, of course. And hail yourself. And if you're done with that, hail me. There you go. Don't go crazy. Good. Try not to. Try not to. Try not to. This show is made possible by listeners like you. 
Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. This is Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, the promo, and in 30 seconds, I'm going to tell you why you should check out the show. I, the host, Scott Aukerman, have a lighthearted conversation with famous celebrities like John Hamm, Allison Williams, Phoebe Bridgers, Bob Odenkirk, just to name a few. Things go a little off the rails when different eccentric characters drop by to be interviewed as well. Each week is a blend of conversations and character work from your favorite comedians as well as some new hilarious voices. Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast. Listen every Monday wherever you get your podcasts. You ever meet someone who seems kind of off? Whether it's a creepy neighbor or a random phone number that keeps calling you, Truthfinder has you covered. You can search for people by name, address, phone number, email, and more. Truthfinder can be especially helpful for running confidential background checks on anyone you're planning to meet from online dating apps. Go to truthfinder.com slash podcasts for a special offer. That's truthfinder.com slash podcasts to access your special offer today.